Greetings, Game Cola Faithful. This is the Game Cola Podcast, podcast number 56. With me today are Paul Franzen and Michael Gray. Everyone introduce yourselves. Hello, everyone. Hello, I'm Paul. I am Paul Franzen, and wait. No. I'm going first. He said my name first. I get to go first. <laughs> no, that's why I introduced myself as Paul You're Franzen. not Paul Franzen. Don't do that. <laughs> okay. I hate this show. <laughs> podcast is stupid this podcast is over mm-hmm. <laughs> bye everybody <laughs> <laughs> okay uh, i'm about to introduce myself okay okay paul introduce okay. yourself i'm paul franzen game cola's editor-in-chief and i'm michael gray i i write for game cola and i'm jetty i'm the podcast commander uh we're here to talk about video games we certainly are does anybody have a video game in particular they would like to talk about there is only one video game now. There's only one video game, and that There's is only... called My Little Pony, right? No, that's not true. It is called Curiosity, <laughs> What's Inside the Cube. It is the only game that has ever been, will ever been. It's the only game that is necessary. Okay, question. Do you have to link up that game to your Facebook account? You do not. In fact, you shouldn't, because last time I did that, I lost 100,000 coins. <laughs> Okay, well, I couldn't figure out a way to start the game without linking it to Facebook. Oh, maybe they, maybe maybe they require it. Maybe I'm wrong. What, what does the gameplay actually look like? Describe it for... I would uh, love to describe the gameplay. Okay, so you start the game, right, on your on your iDevice or your Android device, and there's a giant cube in front of you, right? Okay, so, I didn't get that far. Okay, so. well, there's, there should be a cube. There okay. should be a cube. You, 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 you poke on the cube. And it zooms in, and there's little cubes everywhere, and you poke them, and you destroy them. And that's the game. How much does this wonderful game cost? Zero dollars right now. Wow. Yeah, uh, it is is being called a social experiment. It's developed by Peter Molyneux and his new company, 22 Cans. Uh, Peter Molyneux being the person who has been disappointing us with Fable games for the last ten years. So wait, wait, wait. Uh, is it an experiment? Oh yeah. Is it twenty-two cans, or is it twenty-two cans, like two cans ham? It's twenty-two. There are twenty-two cans. Okay. There are twenty-two. It's not like there are twenty-two cans. No. no. Yeah, I was a little bit confused myself. Sorry. You know. so, so there's a the, cube. Right? So the there's game has nothing to do with. Two cans, right? No, two cans. Well, awesome maybe game. one of the layers of the cube is a two can. <laughs> we haven't got that part yet. So, so there, are, two so there's a cube, right? And you're you're poking it, and you're trying to strip away each layer of the cube, working this together. Sounds, yeah, I'm sorry. With you're, hundreds you're of thousands of people. It? I'm sorry. <laughs> to try it, and and you're you're poking at the cubes, the little cubes, until you get to the center of the big cube, and at the center. Whoever is the person who destroys that last cube, their life is going to be changed forever. Okay, well, I'm going to try to download it right now because, as I said, it did not work. I will try downloading it live here on the podcast. I, will, I can give you live support if you want. I've, I'm something of an expert in the game. I recorded myself playing it, uh, put it on YouTube, and over 20,000 people have watched it. I just worry that, like, the person who finally wins is going to be either, like, A someone's, like, three-year-old son who is just, like, mashing on their iPhone and, like, they don't really care. Or, like, some Chinese dude who's not going to understand what just happened when they finally get it and, like, That's isn't going to... part of the social experiment, Jetty. Is it? I don't know. I don't know. Like, I'm just concerned that, like, 
for one reason or another, like the person who finally gets it, it's like doing this great animation that they finally got to the center of the cube and then their internet goes out and whoops. <laughs> like, yeah. The, uh, I, from my understanding is the center of the cube is supposed to have a link to a video that you watch. Hmm. Oh. And, and then that video changes your life forever. Uh, it's he's, a Rickroll, isn't he's, it? He's already... <laughs> that, that hasn't been ruled out. He has already ruled out that it's a giant sack of money, however, <laughs> which I find a little disappointing. Yeah. What about a giant briefcase stuffed with money? Nope. He, I, I believe uh, that's still a, a possibility. Yeah. Yes! Yeah. I'm so playing this game now. Okay. I saw this great post on the AGS forums that I, I thought had a really good theory. Uh, and they said that what's inside the cube is a choice, and you can choose whether to keep all of the money that people have spent on this game for yourself or give it back to them. This money being, it's a it's a free to play game, but yeah. you can uh, you can spend money to break more cubes faster. <laughs> yeah, uh, it's actually it's, it's a terrible, terrible video game, and I cannot stop playing it. Yes, it's been a topic uh, on the. Game Cola Faithful Chat as of late. I've seen that, yeah. I feel kind of bad because I, I think I might be responsible for that. Like, really, what I described earlier, the cube and the poking, that's really the entire game. You yeah. you get coins and you can spend them, but there's well, I mean, really nothing more to the game than that. People played Count to a Billion. Did they? <laughs> Is that true? <laughs> people watched the trailer. The trailer was good. I feel like I should make a game <laughs> on Xbox Live Indie Games that's just like you mash L and R, and like the more you mash L and R, the more you break bricks or something. I could call it brick. Okay, so this game is twenty six point eight megabytes. Wait, 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 wait. Oh, oh, it's it's loaded. I could call oh, it oh. Avatar Curiosity Miner. <laughs> ooh, ooh. But then you'd have to include avatars. Yeah. Yeah. Didn't didn't were you saying before you haven't figured out how to do that yet in Xbox Live? Okay, I I know how to put the avatars in. The thing is, is that I would have to make like custom animations and stuff, which is like oh, oh just don't just don't do that. <laughs> Whatever the preset animations are, just work around it. If if the pre if like all there is is jumping now, it's avatar jumping miner on the Curiosity Cube. Okay, dot it's game. Stalling, really? Well, that's the thing is, it's like avatar idle animation one miner, like. <laughs> So there's there's no like actual actions. All of the animations are literally like uh I wish I could remember where they were. Can't you do like Avatar Running Cube? I don't even think there is that much. Hold on, let me. No, oh, there, there surely there's movement. Paul, the game the game has finished installing. Do do it I has. need to okay. turn up the sound? Does it have uh, sound? It has sound. It has a very nice ambient soundtrack and um a very. So I need to hold my uh, device close to my microphone. Is satisfying sound effects when you click on the cubes. That what I was. That's what I was looking for. And yes, you should. Okay, let's turn all the sound up. Okay, I'm seeing the logo. It says 22 cans. Yeah, please. Uh, if you can, the more detail, the better. Uh, like I said, I I can't. Or, I don't know if I said this. I'd like to send you push notifications. Let's allow that. Okay. Okay. Are okay. you curious? It's saying, are you curious? <laughs> no. But there's no question mark at the end. <laughs> I hate um, that. I, I hear uh, sound. When people yeah, when people post questions on the internet, but they don't have a question mark at the end, I like to just be like, "That's a statement." I, have you noticed Did that uh, Yahoo Yahoo Answers apparently requires you to put a question mark at the end of your question? So the question will be like, "My dog's farting." 
Okay, is anything happening here, though, Paul? Because it just says, are you curious? Do I need to tap the screen? Try try tapping it with your finger. Okay. Uh, You should really consider an FAQ for this game, I think. It says, something amazing is hidden at the centra of the cube, uh, British spelling there. It will require the help of the whole world to chip away at its many layers. Okay, seriously. This is an epic tale. No... No, no punctuation, no capital letters. Well, I mean, like you said, it's British. <laughs> British people don't use periods at the end of their sentences. Yeah. They don't open up your, your British qu- Times style guide sometime. Okay. I assume that's their newspaper, the British Times. But on, it's it's the London Times. Thank you. Yeah. Even I know. Wow, that. I was actually close. <laughs> yes, but only one person will find out what's inside. The Highlander. One is italicized, and now it says joining. There we go. This is where the good stuff starts. Okay, what what do I do now? Do I tap the screen again? Wait, wait, hold on yes. a sec. Oh, okay, sorry, I know. It's overwhelming. Experiment, there is an overwhelming demand to join. Please keep trying. Wow. Oh, no! Do I hit retry? Oh, I guess. Maybe you should, maybe we can, uh, we can continue the, the conversation. This is the worst game ever, Paul. You, you keep trying that, and we'll, we'll, uh, we'll keep podcasting while, in the meantime. Here, here, let me, let me tell you, okay, Avatar Animation Preset, right? It gives me the list of preset animations that the avatars have. Are you ready? Okay. Are you ready for this? They're alphabetical. This is, this is for Xbox Live indie games developers. Yes. When I go into the code, uh, it gives me a class that contains all of the preset animations that they have for you. Okay. And the list includes celebrate, clap, female angry, female confused, female cry, female idle check nails. Female idol fix shoe. Female idol look around. Female idol shift weight. Female laugh. Female shocked. Female yawn. Uh, male angry. Male confused. Male cry. Male idol check hand. Male idol look around. Male idol shift weight. Male idol stretch. Male laugh. Male surprised. Male yawn. Hold on. I thought that was... No, okay. Uh, stand zero, one, two, three, four, five, six, and seven, and then wave. Well, so you clearly have to make Avatar female check nails minor. <laughs> where every time you check your nails, yeah, it, uh, a little part of the cube explodes. Like using your psychic nail powers. No? I don't know, maybe. There, there's some... Is, was there a little bit of sexism going on in there? Well, okay, I did like that Uh, when it's female idol check nails, but it's Male idol check hand. Yeah, that's. I, I was ready to be all over them for having the female idol cry, but they had that for male as well. But yeah, well, there's, the nails, there's female cry and male cry. Yeah, yeah. The, the the nails hand uh, differential there. Also, uh, female idol fix shoe does not exist in any way. Wait, hold on. Because uh, there's four idols for each, and it's fix shoe and then male idol stretch. I'm. Kind of very surprised they even went to the, all the trouble to have different male and female animations. Yeah, well, because I mean, in my opinion, check nails and look or check hand, effectively they could have made them the same in it. Whoa, whoa, whoa! A cube just appeared on my screen. Oh, yes. What do I do now? Yes. Tap it. Yes. Tap it. It, it, it looks yes. like it. Well, oh no, no, my screen went blank. No. I didn't touch anything. No, I just. Michael, you oh no, no, my screen is black. Wait, no. wait, wait. What is going on here? You're the worst in cubes. <laughs> okay, hold on a second. Okay. Uh. 
it, now this cube has a different colored face. Now it looks like somebody just spray spray painted graffiti all over okay, good. That's the, cube. the cube. That's the cube. That's one layer emerging from the next layer. Yeah. I'm so confused. So why does it look like somebody is spray painting it then? Well, uh, it, it's, it's the... like first spray painting. Okay, so I just tap. Tap. Tap on the cube. Okay, I tapped, and it's zooming in, and it's zooming in, and it's zooming in some more. And now it's all pixelated and looks horrible. Yes, that's, um, that's, so, what, that's good. So I tap on these little tiny cube things. Yes. And they disappear. Yes! No, seriously, that's it? That's the game. Oh, I got I got a bonus for clearing a screen. Yeah, you do. 90, 90 point bonus. Let me try this next screen here. Yeah, do it. 360. Wow. Okay. Yeah, that... You get bigger bonuses the more squares there are Whoa. to in the screen. Oh, yeah. okay. Makes sense. It's, it took me a full day to figure that out. <laughs> it took you that long? How many How many were you clearing away per day? A, a lot. But I, I wasn't clearing away full screens. I was kind of playing like I was in the YouTube video, except with a little less force. <laughs> oh, wow. I got like coins or something. What what, yes. what are these things I'm collecting? Well, what a, them can, for? Like, like I was saying before, you can spend real life money to to break cubes faster, or you if you earn enough coins, you can also spend those to do it. Uh, the lowest tier uh, pickaxe is three hundred thousand coins. Well, so that how means you have to break have right now thousand cubes. What what are you up to right now? Um, I I accidentally hit the Facebook icon. Uh, right oh no, you're gonna lose your now coins. Now it's opening up. My Facebook thing. I'm gonna um, lose all my coins now. You're gonna lose all your coins. Don't do it. Oh. I think that's part of the game, but I'm not sure. <laughs> Let's see. Okay, well I'm back to the game. Let's see if it got rid of all my coins. I, I have a theory that part of the experiment is that the game's trying to see how many terrible things it can do to you, <laughs> the player, before you stop playing it. <laughs> and that's why it's so glitchy. Or maybe because there's not much to the game besides just a bunch of cubes. <laughs> Well, no, but if, if there's there's so little of the game, that it couldn't have required much work, right? So there, there couldn't be any bugs, really. <laughs> like, there's only so many places for I bugs mean, to I've be. I've seen a lot of free games which do that. <laughs> and it's telling this, me how many people have played the game so and, far. And obviously, uh, Peter Molyneux has done no wrong in the past. So, yeah. so is that a French name, Molyneux? I, I, I wish I knew. Oh, oh. you wish you Molyneux. Oh... <laughs> You wish your mom didn't know. What? I wish your mommy knew. Your... Oh, I gotta go to the yeah, hospital that was, now. I was going for, yeah. Yeah. Well, that was good. We, we kind of tag teamed it. Each getting a little better. Oh, I got a times two coin bonus. Ooh, times three. Okay. Okay. What does that mean? That means I just get. You get more coins. coins. What do I do to trigger that bonus? I'm not sure. Because I obviously want. What do you mean you're not sure? <laughs> I just tap the cubes, all right? I don't question the cubes. I just break them. Wow, this was more fun than the GameCube. <laughs> so what's this thing on the left-hand side of the screen, which uh, it, it says like 57? Oh, that's your, um, that's how many cubes you've broken in a row. Your, uh, your combo. Your what, combo like meter. not in a row? Yeah, well, like in a row, like... Uh, no second uh, break in between, right? Yeah, 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 exactly. Mine's up to, I don't know, a few thousand, I think. Maybe it's a few hundred, I forget. How did you break a few thousand? Because I'm, uh, apparently, if, let me it see. Was when, uh, it was when I first unlocked my first pickaxe. So I was destroying like nine cubes at a time. 
Oh, Man, I see how that good, is. That was okay. a good five minutes. Did I mention the pickaxes only last for five minutes? No. What? <laughs> yeah, so your your 300,000 coins get you a pickaxe that you can only use for five minutes. This is horrible. This is horrible. But it, it brings me to a topic which I was going to mention anyway, which is okay. horrible rip-off moves they do in, um, say, I'm not sure what the genre is called. Freemium games? I think it's what they're calling yeah. it. Premium, free to play. Free to play, but you know they try to get you to pay money yeah. for everything. Yeah, yeah, that, yeah, yeah. So like right now, I'm playing the the My Little Pony uh, freemium game, which people are saying it's just like the Simpsons one. And one of the moves they'll do is they separate characters who go together. No wait, like which Simpson? Like the Simpsons arcade game? Like you have uh, ponies no, on skateboards? I, no, the Simpsons iPhone oh. game. Our iPad for Android and, uh, you know, tablets everywhere. Okay. So I think what they'll do is say it's like, okay, well, it cost you only 1,000 coins to get Mr. Smithers, but it's going to cost you 50,000 if you want Mr. Burns. (laughs) (laughs) And, you know, every single character who's paired up with each other, they'll do something similar like that. And that's that's what they're doing in the My Little Pony game too. It's kind of kind of upsetting me. So they're they're making you uh, pay extra for Tinkle Winkle. Um, How much extra does Tinkle Winkle cost? Who's Tinkle Winkle? Isn't it a pony? No. Oh. Let me see. Uh, do, 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 do. Uh, let me find ponies which actually go together. Oh my gosh. Eh, I can't be bothered to look up. It, it kind of annoys me. You know the Big Lebowski ponies, which I told you about? They're in the game. Really? The Big Lebowski ponies. It's uh, Jeff the Dude Latrotsky instead of Lebowski <laughs> Latrotsky because they, uh, they don't want to get sued by those guys. Oh, and his uh, Jesus Pizunia. I imagine that would be humorous if I've actually seen the movie. <laughs> I, I have in the movie, but apparently he has a buddy named Jesus. Well, here's an example. Two people who are married, they're separated, and, you know, one costs like 4,000 more than the other. Yeah. And this game is also doing, um, I don't know if you've seen this in other games, but it's doing the move where you have two different types of currency. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, because the Simpsons game does that too. They have donuts, and I don't know what the other one is. I've never played the Simpsons one, but it's where, like, okay, well, you can wait four hours for Ned Flanders to show up, or you can use one of these super rare donut currencies <laughs> to pay for him, and he'll show up in two minutes. Uh... Yeah. But I'm I'm really cheap, so it's like, no, I'm going to wait five hours for yeah. um, and such character to show up. I'm not going to pay you, you know, $2 to make him show up faster. What was it that I used to play that was like that? There's something... Oh, uh... I think it was uh, Albatross 18. It was like a golf game. I think I reviewed it for Game. Yeah, Club. I vaguely remember that review, like from uh, from the olden days. Yeah, it was a while ago, like yeah. years. But like uh, maybe even pre-podcast. Oh, I'm sure it was. I think it was like I'm gonna say 06, 07. Yeah, probably. Yeah. Uh, but like, uh, yeah, everything would cost like fifty thousand coins. Or it would cost, like, ten of the, like, pay currency, mm-hmm. you know? And, like, 50,000 coins could take you, like, a week to make. Like, if you played straight for a week and didn't spend your money on anything else. And then there was other stuff that you could only buy with coins. 
or like with with uh the pay money and like yeah i would always just save up and eventually it was just like really i spent like a week to get a hat and then like uh what i think made me stop playing was that they then released a whole bunch of stuff that was all of the stuff you could buy but better and you could only buy these better ones with money it's like okay so then not only is it more difficult to get the same stuff but now there's better stuff that you can only get by paying so mhm um what what they're doing with the um the, the pony one is that it's um i don't know how to describe it you know the one that you're supposed to pay for it, it's like you can get those in the game but they're like super rare yeah if that makes sense. So it's like a 1 in 100 chance that you will get this uh, particular coin. Yeah. And the game will automatically give you, say, um, three. Every every five days you get three of them. Yeah. But we've got some characters. Uh, let's take a look at the super rare thing. Uh, Princess Celestia, 950 of them. Okay. So that's at, like not oh. something you could... Yeah. At Sorry. rate of three per day, or, I mean three every five days, Yeah. That's what it was. Yeah. It wasn't, uh, I mean, Albatross 18 did the same thing, but it was, uh, Tetris Battle that did that. Sweetie Bell. Is like, you, what, you have to, like, save up to, to unlock L blocks? No, uh, they had, yes. they had, oh. Like, you, you start the game, it's only the Z Tetrads, and that's all you can play with. Tetraminos. That's so horrible. Yeah. Isn't that, like, a nightmare? Uh, what was it? The. Actually, it wouldn't be because then you would always know, like you could build a strategy around that. Yeah, but once you have your strategy down, every every game is going to be exactly the same. Yeah, and also technically you could only ever, at best, clear two lines at a time. Mm-hmm. But uh, no, okay. Whenever you would level up, you would get one of the pay monies, or you could just pay for it. I mean, you could also do like uh do a survey or something and get some coins, but... Oh, I don't trust those things at all. Yeah, neither do I. And then there were times where, like, I did the survey and it still didn't give me the coins. I was like, I'm going to be getting spam mail from this garbage, and I didn't even get anything for it. But what really upset me about it was the free coins that you get every time that you play the game. Like, every game you get ten coins or something like that. Things that you would buy with the coins weren't permanent so oh that's lame like like the pickaxe in uh, curiosity well like okay uh they had like graphical stuff like you could change your blocks to look like the blocks from the tetris or from the game boy game or the nes game or like whatever you want right okay now Mm -hmm. you get like 10 coins per round that you play right Okay, now I leveled up a pony. Okay, guys, I, I have leveled up Mrs. Cupcake. Good work. Mrs. Cake and her husband, her husband, of course, you know, costs like 3000 extra, so I haven't purchased him. But like, okay, so it takes two minutes per game to make ten coins. And it costs like 4000 coins to get a, uh, to make yourself look like you have the Game Boy things, right? Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. And then you find out that that only lasts for a week. Really? Yeah, like you just spent how long saving up to get this, and then it only lasts for a week. Uh, but if you wanted it permanently, you'd have to pay like 20 <laughs> of the pay monies. 
That's well, and, and what does that equate to in, in real American dollars? I don't remember. It was like five bucks or something. It was like, oh, like, are you kidding right, me? So, so well, I, oh, somebody just beat the My Little Pony game. Just just saying. Um, keep yeah. going. I, I have a question, Jetty. Yes. Um, not really related to the free-to-play model, but related to your, your Tetris Facebook game. Okay. I have Tetris on the Game Boy. Okay. Why would I play this version? Because it sounds like it's a lot worse. <laughs> no, okay. Uh, there is... There was, like, Tetris Tetris Friends or something, which is basically Tetris on the Game Boy. Tetris with buddies? Something like that, like, pretty much. Uh, yeah. And, like, it wasn't competition. It was just, like, playing it, but on Facebook instead. Okay. Uh, I played Tetris Battle, which is playing against other people. Okay, okay. So that is, like, the thing that got me into it. So that there is actually something there. Yeah, and, like... Uh, okay. But, like, here, um, if if you want to unlock uh, Classic Game Boy Mode, like, for $3, I'll just send you my copy. No, I have two... Okay, I have a, <laughs> okay. I have a working old-school Game Boy and two cartridges of Tetris. Okay. I know, and I, I have the link cable right here, actually, because whenever I go to Disney World, we're we're going to have to meet up someday and, yes. and then yes. play Tetris It's going to be the best Let's Play ever. <laughs> <laughs> so, oh, I call Luigi. Do you get to choose? Can you? Well, hold on a second. Okay, so I've got my game link. It links up to the Game Boy <laughs> printer. None of the people who are listening have any idea what we're talking about at this point. Yeah. Cables? What? <laughs> Well, okay, wasn't there an infrared thing? Or no, that was uh, that was the Game Boy Color had the infrared, yeah. didn't it? Uh, for the for the benefit of those who aren't old people like us, <laughs> the uh, original uh, brick Game Boy, uh, it did not have wireless play of any kind. Uh, it had wired multiplayer. Like there there was like a kind of a four pronged wire that you could attach to four different Game Boys at once, and that's how you played uh, like that Zelda multiplayer game with other people. Yeah, which which is interesting, the Zelda multiplayer game. Because when yeah, that, did that, that come out? That was 2004. Yeah, that was actually old. that wasn't so long ago. And it was ridiculous. It's like, why can't we just use the internet <laughs> or wireless technology there, Nintendo? Yeah, actually, uh, I believe my friends and I played that at the D- D- Disney World Airport for our class trip. Speaking of playing games at Disney World. Yes. Cords just kind of strewn all over all the chairs. <laughs> no, uh, actually, it was funny. I uh, I was with a group of people recently, and I was the oldest one by a long shot. And, oh, it just bugged me to listen to them. And they were like, what were they talking about? Uh, I think they were talking about, like, anime that was on Cartoon Network when they were in, like, middle school. And... Mm-hmm. They were talking about, like, like Naruto and stuff, like stuff that played really recently. And oh. I'm sitting here like, middle school? <laughs> like, I think I was already in college. Like, It's, it's, it's not their fault that we're old, Jetty. <laughs> but then, then they were like, so what high school do you guys go to? And they're like, oh, I go to this high school. Or like, oh, well, I'm in community college or something. They're like, oh, Alex, like, are you in college or like... Oh. I'm like, I'm I'm just old, like I'm not in. Oh, how does this happen? How do you get old? Can I, I didn't. Can I tell a? Can I tell a story? I think it story? just happens. I don't think you 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 purposely try. <laughs> like I decided that I wanted to be old. I, I, I want to be old now. I have an anecdote. Yeah. Okay. Okay. 
so the doorbell rang at my apartment. Oh, I know where this is. I know this. Story. And my, my, I made <laughs> and, my. And you, you, you couldn't hear it because you, you, you need a hearing aid. <laughs> I didn't have my hearing aid turned up all the way. But eventually, I, I figured it out. Um, I made the mistake of actually going to the door and opening it. There's this guy there with a shirt that said USA Beef on it. Yeah. And he asked me. He asked me, a 27 year old man uh, who's, you know, starting to lose a little hair on top of his head. I'll be honest. Yeah. He asked me, "Hi." Is your mom or dad here? <laughs> so I, I I told him no, and I closed the door. <laughs> what, what do you do? <laughs> yeah. What do you do in that situation? Yeah. Uh, so anyway, video games. Uh, video games, yes. Back to video games. I, I just looked it up. Okay, so at the rate of, you know, like three of the special items every five days, it's going to take you five months to get one character two years to get the uh, other character, and, and you need to unlock both of them to get the true ending. Wow. And at, at that point, you will have lost complete interest in this game. I mean, these games have a shelf life of about a week. Yeah. Like, remember yeah. remember, Draw Something, guys? <laughs> remember Draw Something? <laughs> no. <laughs> yeah, but here's, here's a trick that you can use for these games, um, because they're on the Android and the iPhone and such. You can manually change the date of your iPhone. <laughs> So it's like so you okay, can make the game think it's been six months or whatever. No, so you can make the game think, oh, it's next week. We're gonna give him three oh, points, and then wow. you know, just do that, and you know, that way you How? can get for a month. How have the developers like not dealt with that yet? You turn off the um, whatever you call it. It's yeah. internet. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Turn off the Wi-Fi and 3GS stuff. Or... Yeah, you turn off the Wi-Fi, and then it then it totally works. It's great. Yeah. Wow. I remember so. So wait, um, sorry, one, yeah, yeah, yeah. R- real quick. Um, I just, just to clarify, you are changing the settings on your iPad so you can cheat at the My Little Pony game. No, I just say it's possible. <laughs> it's just, okay. All right, uh, Jetty, go ahead, sorry. No, I was just remembering, uh, you know, Windows 95 and like installing a software that would, uh, it's free for 30 days. So you <laughs> set the date to like 2101. Mm-hmm. <laughs> install the software and then set it back to 1999. Does, does anyone else use WinRAR? That's yes. pretty clever. <laughs> has have, have they uh, made you uninstall it yet, or has it stopped working yet? No. Okay, it just pops up with a little thing that you have to close. <laughs> well, it pops up and says you have 30 days to use this. Does it? <laughs> I've been using. Yeah, I think. Hold on. Let me let me go open a RAR. I'm pretty sure it does. Hold on, let me go find. Where... Like, or if not thirty days, I'm pretty sure it sets it sets some sort of limit, and I've been using it for years and years and years at this point. Yeah, hold on. Oh, where do I even have a zip file? Oh, here's one. Uh, please note that WinRAR is not free software. After a forty day trial period, you must either buy a license or remove it from your computer. There you go. <laughs> that's. I, I mean, I guess that's kind of nice of them, though. Yeah. Like. Like they they're not they're still not forcing you to pay it. They're telling you that you have to, but yeah. they're leaving kind of a loophole open. Interesting. Uh, which I assume has to be intentional because they're not they can't be that stupid. Yeah. They made this program. Yeah. That reminds me of uh, actually video games with emulation, where they say that you have to have a physical copy of the game in order to have an emulated copy. Yeah. <laughs> is that actually a law, or is that just something people made up? I, feel I mean, like is I, Nintendo I actually that... gonna like search my closet to make sure I have MC Kids? Because I do have yeah. the McDonald's video game. No. Yeah. I, I feel like that might be like justification that people made up. 
I don't know if there's actually a rule that says that. I think emulation just isn't okay. <laughs> yeah. But I'm not sure. I've also heard stuff where, like, uh, the copyright runs out after 10 years or something like that. And so, okay. uh, yeah, unless they changes, yeah. specifically yeah. renew it. Well, that, that's, like, where abandonware comes from, right? I don't mm-hmm. know. Where, like, games to the copyright has run out, yeah. so it's okay to pirate yeah. it, I guess. It's comical. Yeah, 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 that happens with movies as well. <sighs> we, need a, we need a lawyer on here. Yes. Where's Travis? Actually, a, a Travis used to be a paralegal. Ooh, really? Yeah. Didn't... Might still be, I don't know. He was at one point. T. Combs uh, did a review recently, didn't he? He did, yeah. I... He reviewed um, Deadly Premonition, yeah. which was actually really good timing because they just announced that they're remaking it. Or, oh. sorry, even making a director's cut version for the PlayStation 3. Oh. No, I read it in a... Or... So what does that mean, director's cut version? Uh, they do that I... for video games? Because <laughs> I know they do that for like movies where it's like, okay, we added one thing and... Now you have to pay another twenty dollars. I, I think it's essentially a remake, but they realize how ridiculous it is to remake a game that's like still on this generation. <laughs> like, I mean, they're not remaking it from the ground up, but they're they're adding stuff to it. One assumes, making it better, hopefully. Which it has okay, a lot well, of room. This, to grow, so, this brings up a question: How long do you think there should be before they remake a, a video game? Uh, I think at least days. one. <laughs> I would say at least a generation. Uh, like console generation. I don't know. I think maybe I think console generations are kind of fading out though. Like, oh, that's it's true. not really the way that it used to be. Yeah, especially because PlayStation expects like the console generation to be like ten years or so, ten fifteen years, because they don't want to come up with a new like PlayStation every three years. Well, they don't want to like, get that again is... when they try to sell it for six hundred dollars. Yeah. <laughs> what what I mean is like when it's no longer really feasible to play it on the old platform, or it's not. Yeah. easy to anymore yeah. like i feel like that's a pretty reasonable time or if, like technology has advanced so much since that game last came out that you can do something really cool with it now i guess yeah like okay uh, like like um porting an old super nintendo game onto xbox live and having online multiplayer i mean that's not something you could do with the super nintendo version stuff like that yeah okay well i've got a couple of examples and they all come okay. from nintendo because that's all i know what about super mario all-stars didn't they like release the 25th anniversary edition of that <laughs> they did they released uh super mario all-stars from super nintendo they just kind of put it on a disc and put it on the wii <laughs> And and you can technically get those games, right, from the Wii's virtual console? You can, but they're not the Mario All-Stars version. Mario All-Stars versions have uh, better graphics and uh, better save systems in that they have save systems. So, I mean, they're, they're, they're mildly different. Uh, on the Wii, it doesn't really matter because uh, Wii virtual console games, you can essentially save anywhere by, uh, uh, what is it, just going to the main menu or whatever. Yeah. It saves your progress. But yeah, uh actually saves. Yeah. But but the Super Nintendo versions have better graphics. Okay. And, kind of and I was also gonna bring up Legend of Zelda Ocarina of Time, the three D remake yes. when there are like two other places to play the original game. Yeah. Much Well, much I mean this easier. this version's in three D though. Yeah, that that is a that is a fair point. Yeah. <laughs> I guess this kind of brings up something that I think about from time to time is like Will you ever find a girlfriend? Yes, you will, Jetty. Oh. One day. Uh, One day. Well, like, most... Incolidating service. Right. Well, aren't we, aren't we supposed to make that game? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the game Cola Dating Sim. Now, should we do that before or after the, the Legend of the Seven Beards? 
the game called RPG. I feel like they're related, though. Right? Oh, should there be dating aspects to Legend of the Seven Beards? Oh. Well, no, I was just saying you wouldn't want to date somebody without a fantastic beard, right? Oh, that's a given, yeah. Boy or girl. Did I ever review Thousand Arms on Game Cola? Uh, Meteo did. Mateo. Really? I'm, I think you're right, because I remember... Javier. I think I reviewed it on my old website that I had, and then I was confused. I, I, I feel like, again, I think that was from uh, from the Wayback Era. I have kind of an encyclopedia memory yeah. of stuff from the old website, just because I had to spend so much time on each individual article to get it in the newsletter. So you, like, yeah, remember okay. the Inside the Guide for Mickey Mouse capades and such? I do. I mean, I, I couldn't tell you, like, what exact issue it's from, but I remember that it happened. Yeah, so, I mean... Um, for those of you who are fans of Inside the Guide, uh, you know, I tried to c- include the ASCII art. That's, that's what art, I thought. I thought that was that one. And it didn't fit in Inside the Guide, so Paul had to take a screenshot of that and <laughs> use it as a picture. I thought that was that, that one. Yep. Actually, yeah. the same problem happened recently with um, my seventh guest, uh, Inside the Guide, I think. I'm going to have to look that up now, so I... Um, don't sound like a complete idiot. Apparently, yeah, Mateo is the one who uh, reviewed it on oh. uh, in 2009. On not 2009, I thought it was older than that. Yeah, well, I know that. I mean, 2009 was the uh, last year we had the magazine hmm. format. I think so. I think, yeah, sometime uh, January, July. I'm trying to remember. I don't know, but uh, yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, uh, no, keep going. Sorry. Yeah, the point is, uh, it was an RPG that had dating sim elements that, like, uh, you had to date girls to level up your weapons. And, like... What? Yeah, and, like, you had to date them, and that got you more spells and stuff and more powerful weapons by, like... Because girls are magic, and they teach you spells? Okay, is, that, uh, is, this, is this, like, some sort of game that's trying to, like, subvert nerd culture and try to get guy, nerdy guys to date more? I don't know, but, like, uh... It was, you're like a soul blacksmith or something, and in order to, like, power up your soul, you need emotions. And so, like, dating the girls and the different, like, getting them to like you more, give you more powerful wow. weapons when you forged weapons. Best game ever. Yes. But anyway, uh, Legend of Seven Beards, the dating sim. Yes. Yeah. Uh, well, okay, so maybe it's, like, like a prequel or, like, a spinoff, like how, um... One of the 360 Fables had uh, a spin-off Xbox Live arcade game called Fable Pub Games Ooh, that I came out. Level 12. That came out before the actual game that you could uh, buy and play, and uh, by playing it, you would be able to accrue money that you could then transfer to the game. So what I'm saying is, I guess if you find a boyfriend in the dating sim, you can then have that boyfriend in the <laughs> RPG. Yes. But, it's uh, nice to have some carryover. No, like a lot of my friends. Uh, they didn't play video games back when I was like starting to play video games. You know, like when I well, like when I was like three or four, I was playing video games. You know, and to them, they didn't start until like early high school. So their first game is like Final Fantasy VII, whereas mine yeah. is Dragon Warrior. And I don't know, like it's in a way, it's. Somewhat difficult to communicate with them. Yeah, when I'm like, uh, when I talk about, oh, old games, like I have this concept of what an 
old game is. And to them, they look at Final Fantasy VII and go, oh, that's so old. And I'm like, well, yeah, kind of. But when I say old, I mean Dragon Warrior. Like, I mean, like, 1989. Like, not 1997. You know? Mm-hmm. You ever have that, like, feeling out process when you're talking with someone who you've never talked about video games with before? Where you're trying to just kind of ascertain their level of knowledge of the subject so you know, like, what kind of terminology to use or what kind of games to talk about? Yeah, and, like, uh, I don't know, it, it's just weird because I guess I'm trying not to be, like, elitist, <laughs> you know, with my friends and be like, oh, well... I, I believe we've already established that you're a video game hipster, Jetty. Yes, but, like, I, I don't want to alienate people and, like, I guess it's not really their fault most of the time that they haven't played games. But at the same time, when they're like, oh, I'm such a nerd, I play all these video games, I'm like, no, it's, it's like, acceptable now to play video games. Like, when I was doing it, people thought I was weird. And now, like, you can talk about, oh, yeah, I play Pokemon and Legend of Zelda or whatever. But when I was like... Yeah, I play Angry Birds, yeah. Yeah, and like... <laughs> I'm a gamer, I play Angry Birds. And, Why are you laughing? It's a good game. But, like, when I... There's a Star Wars one out now. I remember being in elementary school in, like, first grade and trying to tell my friends about Final Fantasy II and Lemmings, like, on separate occasions, like, different video games that I was playing, or telling them about Rampart or something and having them just be like, that game sounds dumb. Oh. Like, or at best, what I would get is I would go over to their house and... They would want to play, like, Mortal Kombat, and all that they would do is just stand there and, like, punch over and over and be like, oh, man, this is a great game. I'm like, ugh, this is... Poor Jetty. Yeah. And so, like, you don't really have to deal with that quite as much. I don't know. I mean, I guess there are the people who play Call of Duty, and then there's the people who play Phoenix Wright or whatever, you know? Mm -hmm. Uh, But... But it's not, like... Some sort of negative status symbol to have an Xbox 360. Yeah. Like it would be. They were to like know what video games are. Yeah. As it might have been back when we were growing up. Yeah. Or uh, I remember I was in second grade and one of my teachers got back from Hawaii. And like, you know, the Hawaiian, like, you put your pinky and your thumb out and wave your hand back and forth or whatever. Like, do you know what I'm talking about? The hang loose sign, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, whatever. Okay. Uh,. I just tried yeah, doing that and it made like it made a it made a dirty hand sign. I don't think that's what you're going no? for. Pinky and thumb? I can do that because I've played piano, so I've needed to press keys. Which oh wait, here we go. I did apart. it right. Yeah, like you're putting your pinky and thumb, and then you like you spin your hand around. What? Do you know what I'm talking about? Like I know. I, I, I kind of do, but my my hands keep making dirty symbols. No, it's like a surfer thing or whatever. You know? Okay. Like yes. Surfers apparently are dirty. <laughs> well, you know, they've been out sweating and, like, in the salty sea. Water. Yeah, they bathe in the water. They don't actually bathe in actual, like, real water. It's the ocean. <laughs> but, okay, so she came back from Hawaii. That's a surf joke. I'm, I'm not, I'm not like, a horrible person who hates surfers. <laughs> yeah, just, we, we were just, just going to let that go, let you kind of hang yourself there. <laughs> just thought I would point that out. That's that's. Just... But okay, you're gonna get some angry comments from Surf and Bob. In Final Fantasy II, Edge, when he's casting his ninja spells, he makes a hand sign like that, like he's sitting there 
making this hand sign. And I told my teacher, they're like, oh, there's a video game character that does that when he casts spells. And she's like, oh, I've only been back for two days and already I'm hearing about video games. Oh. oh. Yeah, and like here I am, you know, in second grade, and that's, it's like I'm being kind of a, publicly made fun of by a by the teacher? authority figure. <laughs> yeah. Oh. Like, I don't know. It, it's funny because I never really thought about it that much, like in that light, and it's kind of funny to like. Yeah, but now that you've been seeing your therapist and he's brought this up, <laughs> you so just talk it out, Jenny. We're here for you. Yeah. We all love you. Yeah, I don't know, like, I guess there's still a certain level of that, but like, uh... I'm, I'm, I'm suddenly feeling a much greater appreciation for my own childhood because, uh, I mean, my parents, my family were all enablers. We always had NES and Super Nintendo and everything. Yeah. Uh, and I, I always, like, I, I never had, like, a lot of friends, but I had good gaming friends. Like, I had friends who would play through Karnov on the NES. <laughs> I mean, that's a keeper, right? Yeah. That's a keeper. Or, like, uh, my buddy Dave, when we played uh, Secret of Mana, to, or, sorry, Secret of Monkey Island together for the first time, and he had the hint book. <laughs> and it was it was wonderful. We, I mean, we were able to solve a lot of the puzzles together, and the ones we weren't able to yeah. figure out, I mean, we worked, we put our noodles together, and then we... Okay, wait a minute. No, that just got derailed quickly. But... Anyway. Is it possible to solve the puzzles in that game without a hint book? <laughs> uh, m- most of them. I mean, I don't... Uh, it, the, the Monkey Island 2 is the one where you really, like... That's the one I still have trouble with, you know, even though I've beaten it a few times. At, by now. Yeah. I, I mean, I only solved, like, two puzzles when I played the game, but then again, I only had the demo, so... Yeah. I don't think it was longer than two puzzles. But I... I, I, I I, d- I didn't really experience the kind of uh, ostracism that, that you seem to have experienced, Jetty. Yeah, I, I mean... I feel very thankful. Well, okay, uh, within my family, like, my brother and I, we played similar games, and my dad also played uh, a lot of the, like, Final Fantasies and that kind of thing. Uh, but, like, outside of my family, uh, the best that I would get is, like, I remember being at someone's birthday party one time, and they had gotten the Lion King video game for their birthday party. For like the Sega, mm-hmm. and they were playing that, and they're like, "Oh, I have no idea what I'm doing. I'm just pressing buttons," <laughs> or like other similar things. Where effectively, uh, I got a friend of mine to play like Contra with me, and they just kept dying. Mm. And did they just not have video games in New York? I don't know. It's weird. Like. Yeah, I remember trying to introduce my little sister to video games, and I thought, you know, I'll start her off with Super Mario 64, and she just, you know the first level of Super Mario 64, she was not able to walk up the bridge to the second level. She kept falling off the bridge. Sorry, I shouldn't laugh at that. It's, um, I mean, it's just working the joystick was so foreign to her. No, I don't know. I hope she's not listening. She'll get mad. Oh, who is this? I'm going through my Facebook friends list, and it's like, what on earth? Can people change their names on Facebook? Yes, they can. So so somebody has changed their name to Funny Elizabeth Bunny. Is this your wife, Paul? Because I don't <laughs> my know wife has any not other Elizabeths. Um, <laughs> I, have, I have witnessed a similar problem, though, like, uh, like girls I knew in high school getting married and changing their last names, and now, whoops, I don't know who they are anymore. <laughs> How did you get on my friends list? 
I've seen that a few times. Or like people I knew in high school friending me now, and they've since changed their names, and, and very confusing. Mm-hmm. But nobody changed their name to Fuzzy Elizabeth Bunny. <laughs> they nobody I'm familiar with. Um. So anyway, I was anyway, I was trying to say um, my friends. Yes. They like games, but they like more newer games, and I feel like uh, they don't understand what I went through when I played games, and like. The games that I grew up liking aren't the games that they grew up liking, and it's difficult to, like, talk about topics when I'm like, oh man, do you remember, like, trying to play Final Fantasy 1, and, like, half the spells didn't work, and, like, stuff like that, and they're like, I played it on the Game Boy, what are you talking about, or, like, on the Game Boy Advanced, like, all the spells worked, I'm like, well, no, but in the original... Or mm-hmm. Jetty. Yeah. The spells didn't work in the original. I I agree. But like uh, okay. If you cast like a ice or a lit or whatever, mm-hmm. did absolutely nothing. And like half of the other spells didn't do what they were supposed to. Uh, or like, I think things that said that they were good against like, uh, like the ogre sword or whatever. It didn't actually do anything against ogres, you know. And there was a lot of dying and yeah i remember getting and having your save erased i remember getting stuck in um gosh now i'm trying to remember uh uh, like the earth dungeon the first earth dungeon where you have like the giant golem guy protecting it or something and there's there's this one point where it's like you have to get the item from this one treasure chest but you know the square in front of it is bugged so whenever you step on it you have to fight this gi- ginormous enemy. Yeah. No, uh, and the... took me like an hour. The boss squares, uh, mm-hmm. if you step on them, it causes the boss to happen, as opposed to, like, you beating it and it disappearing <laughs> and stuff. So, if you go back... I've had times where I just, like, I left the dungeon after beating the boss, and I forgot to, like... You're supposed to talk to the crystal or whatever, you know? Mm-hmm. And, like, I would forget to do that, and then I'd have to go back all the way through the dungeon, fight the boss again, and then do it, so... Lots of VXP. Yeah, but boring and long, and I die three times going through the dungeon. Yeah, I remember the volcano dungeon being the one I hated as well. The volcano slash ice one. Yeah, no, there were oh, so many... So you've played this game, you know what I'm talking about, yeah. yeah. But, like, when I... I've had discussions about Final Fantasy 1 before, and most of my friends will be like, oh yeah, I played Final Fantasy 1, and I'll be talking about certain things. And they're like, I don't remember that at all. And then I realized that they were playing, like, one of the three generations in remakes. And I'm like, oh, well, I guess it's a little different than... So so does it not count that I played the Game Boy Advance version? It does not count, apparently. I, I don't know. I The Game Boy Advance version is better because it lets you save anywhere, which makes the save anywhere item <laughs> it completely It makes, makes any yeah. video game better. And also, like, it has spells that actually work and stuff. Doesn't oh. it also have an actual MP system as opposed to the original system? Oh, now I remember what, what I hated about the magic spells. It's, um, they wouldn't tell you if you could use a spell before you bought it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I would be buying all these spells. It's like, whoops, turned out that that only white mages can cast that spell. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or you had to uh, buy spells in that game? Yeah. Wow. It's like, well, you just you just spent, you know, 3,000 uh, gil on that one spell, and now you can't ever use it. Did they not have that in the new games? 
Uh, oh, they had that in the new games. They, I mean, they you, they let you know. Well, no, like that you bought spells. I don't know. I haven't played. I, I mean, uh, you you certainly don't still buy skill uh, magic spells in uh, Final Fantasy games. I don't think. Well, I mean, like in Final like, Fantasy One. Oh, yeah, I was trying to think of that too. I don't remember. I mean, it's yeah, been a long time since I played I, the remake. Because no, uh, there were there was a black magic store and a white magic store, and you went and you bought the spells and like. Different spells had levels, and you had a certain number of casts per each level. So, like, you could cast seven level one spells, and four level two spells, and two level three spells. Like, I don't know. Mm-hmm. And, and you had, like, a limited number of spaces per each level. But, like, sometimes, I think a ninja could cast black magic every once in a while. And, like, red mages could cast some white magic spells and some black magic spells. And the game just lets you figure that out on your own rather than, yeah. you know, like, telling you. And, uh, now, for me, uh, I ended up, I still have it. It's issue, like, number four or something of Nintendo Power was just about Final Fantasy. <laughs> and it gave you the whole list of, like, what people could equip and stuff. Uh, that's, that's useful. I, I... Especially, I had that for Final Fantasy Tactics too. Actually, I, yeah. Especially when it's like uh, the thief can't equip this sword, but they can equip this other sword. <laughs> like, yeah. See, the first time I ran into that problem, it made me so mad because I, I didn't save my game before going to oh, the shop because yeah. I didn't know that would be a problem. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. But this the thing is like, I have to appreciate that it's not really my friend's fault that they didn't play games before then, and, like, they still do play games now, and they still have played games that I've also played, but there's a certain point of, like, they didn't go through what I went through to play Final Fantasy 1. <laughs> well, it, it, think, think of it this way, though, Jetty. Uh, you, having been born, er, born earlier, had uh, almost an unfair advantage. You had more time to play these games. These games were new and interesting when they came out. Yeah. And I mean that, that that hasn't been the case for people who were born like five years after us or ten years after us. I don't know because I mean they're also. I guess people... you're probably not hanging out with any seventeen-year-olds, but. Uh, I don't know. So Jetty. Paul. We have any listener mail? We do. Uh, we do. We, we actually we only have two emails, but uh, we do have some. That's good. That means we can probably get through both of them. <laughs> All right. Uh, number one. Uh, oh wait, wait, wait! Hold on a second. I've got another off-topic thing to to mention. <laughs> Did you level up? Uh, it, no, this ties back into older or older video games, I guess. Because okay. you know, because as I think I mentioned a couple of times already, I'm playing the the My Little Pony game on the. Uh, yeah, that's an older game. App. No, no, no. I think. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, it's it's retro iPhone. <laughs> His generation one iPhone. Yeah, like, a month ago. <laughs> generation well, one. Do they even have Snake so. on that? <laughs> Sorry. Okay, Michael Gray, go on. Sorry. So the current game, it has, like, voice clips from, you know, they have, like, the actual voice actors saying little things. And that's something older games don't have, and I think people don't appreciate. Yeah. Because, um, uh, let's bring it back to Game Cola. Remember the reviews for the Simpsons arcade game? Yes. And both reviews specifically mentioned how the voices are horrible <laughs> and don't sound anything like the TV show. Yeah. It's like, that's a problem which older gamers had to deal with, which, you know, modern gamers really don't have to worry about it so much. Yeah. yeah. Well, it's I, like, expect to hear these voices which sound like the actual TV show. Yeah. 
It always jumps mm. out at me when I see criticism that's like, I thought this game was really good, but it didn't have voice acting. Because, like, I feel like, as someone who's been playing games since before voice acting was a thing, like, I don't even notice if a game doesn't have voice acting or not. Yeah. And I guess that's, like, a real uh, real generational gap thing, because I guess people who have grown up playing, like, GameCube games, like, voice acting is just something that's assumed if and it's not there. It's like, man, there's all these words and I have to read them? <laughs> like, that's the thing that sticks out at people. Interesting, because, um, uh, two points, um, when I was playing Virtue's Last Reward, um, I read faster than I I listen. Yeah, I was going to say the same thing. Yeah. Like, I've had that, yeah. So I will cut off every single person at the end of their sentence, because I am not married to the voice acting. Yeah. I have that same exact, like, I, I a lot of times have to turn off subtitles, because I know if I don't, I'm just going to sit there skipping through all the text, because... Yeah. I, like you said, I read it so much faster than the voice actors do. Well, Virtue's Last Reward has, um, whatever you call it, like a fast-forward button, or it's got a setting where it's like the, you don't have to press A after yeah. after every sentence. It will okay. automatically move on for you once the person has finished saying it. Yeah. So then it's not a video game anymore, though. Then <laughs> you're watching it's a movie. It's interesting because it's like, okay, well, the parts where the character where the characters don't talk, where, like, you get to hear your character's thoughts, and there's no voice acting for that. The main character in the game doesn't have any voiced lines whatsoever, which I think is kind of weird. Hmm. But it moves so slow. <laughs> it's like, it moves fine when the other characters are talking, but, I mean, with the part where nobody's talking, it's like, this guy is the slowest thinker in the world. <laughs> and do, I, do kids I, these like, days, like, can they just are, not handle reading? Are they not good at it? Is that the problem? That's why they invented Twitter, Paul. <laughs> actually uh i was talking with a friend of mine uh, a week or two ago about older games versus newer games or whatever they started playing you know rpgs and stuff around final fantasy 7 whereas i started around dragon warrior and i was getting out of rpgs during that era because i was tired of like trying to play chrono cross in this stupid battle system that they had or like any of where everything's color based. Yeah, and like I I realize like okay. Wait, really? Well, oh yeah, you have to use the like the opposite colors of the end of the opposite ends of the spectrum in order to deal maximum damage. Yeah. Jetty, did you ever fight the final boss in that game? I didn't get that far. You you have to. There's like a list of colors, and you have to hit all the colors in exactly the right order in order to win uh, without the boss hitting you during it. I believe. Yeah. And, like, that's, like, I just remember all of the games at that time were doing that. Like, Final Fantasy VII had the Materia, which was, like, an acceptable thing. And then Final Fantasy VIII was stupid. <laughs> and all of the RPGs at the time were like, okay, we don't want to have a battle system where you just hit attack over and over. Uh, what ridiculous thing can we have to do? And that's where tutorials started becoming, like, an hour-long ordeal that you don't really care about. And, like, for me... This was the point where I said, I'm tired of this, I'm not going to do it anymore. But to them, that was like the era in which they were entering games, so they didn't have this like... Preconceived notions yeah, that exactly. you know, things could be simpler. Yeah, and like I understand that, yeah, okay, just sitting and pressing A-A-A-A-A is boring. But, uh, I don't know, it was just different concepts of like why this was good or bad and how it like... To them, that's their, like, nostalgia is like, oh, this system reminds me of this other game, you know. And to me, I'm like, oh, this system reminds me of this other game, <laughs> you know. 
don't know. Were we talking about reader mail? Um, I was thinking. I, I had another point that I was going to nope. make. Remember, I said two points. Oh, okay. <laughs> you did. Okay. Um, what about games where, like, Virtue Slash Reward, where the main character doesn't have any lines and everybody else talks besides the main character? Now, is it does he not have voice dialogue or does he just not have any dialogue? Period. Like, he uh, he like does Link. not have voiced dialogue, but okay. I mean, the character will say, "What are you doing?" But you know, that it's seems kind of weird. Yeah, well, it's supposed to be from your point of view, so they don't have your voice. So. But like, I can, I can but hear me talking. But he's a horrible, talking. horrible person. I don't want to play as him. If that makes sense. Well, that's sense. it. You you have to read all the dialogue out loud yourself. <laughs> it's really meta, man. That's, what a good idea. That'd be cool. Like, I mean, the 3DS must have a microphone. You it have to read have all microphone. the you have to read all the dialogue out loud in order to continue. That would be so cool. Uh. Paul, have you played any of the Brain Age games? That doesn't... I have. Um, I'm the person who beat Lifeline, all right? Okay. I am the person. I am the person who beat Lifeline. You are the person who owns Lifeline. <laughs> no, Matt Gardner also owns it because I bought it for him. You are the person who paid for Lifeline. Yes, twice. You paid for two copies of Lifeline. <laughs> yes, it's okay. that good. So. Oh, I should have reviewed it. Anyway. Yeah. <laughs> yes. uh, I think it's weird. He should have a voice. Okay. Either that or you should have to read it. That's I guess that's kind of the modern... If we do a Let's Play, you have to read it. But I, I came up with the voices for all the characters in 999. You have to come up with the voice now. Because uh, I, I had the girl acting. characters sounding exactly the same, and one was Sean Connery. And... <laughs> that was awesome. Oh, what a good series of videos. Okay. Um, anyway, did, did yeah, any... yeah. Let's get to reader mail because we don't have anything interesting. I was going to mention like Mario and Zelda and how I think they should have voices now, but nobody ever agrees with me. So let's just skip it. <laughs> yeah. Do, I so know we... what Mario's voice sounds like. It's me, Mario. Yeah. Come on. Yeah. Well, I just mean, give... it was in the his voice was in the cartoon. It's okay. Yeah. <laughs> give him fully voiced dialogue in some of his games. I mean, seriously, you're you're paying this voice actor well, I mean... just. To... Ooh, ha, ho. Yeah, that's, that's what I was about to say. Like, he does have dialogue. Wahoo! Yeah. Like, what else do you need? Well, it, it just seems weird in the scenes where, like, the princess will talk talk to him for an extended period of time, and he'll just stand around not never answering. Yeah. It's like, wow, that's awkward. Doesn't he even, like, not answer in the text? He just, like, nods or, like... Yeah, he doesn't answer in the text at all. There's not even a box which says, oh, sure, I'd love to help you out. He's just, oh. Like uh, Super Mario RPG, I remember doing that, and it was like uh, he would nod or he would give, like, the peace sign or, like, he would jump or something or, like, hold his hat down and duck. (laughs) I loved the the parts in the game where you had to, like, prove that you could jump. Yes. (laughs) By pushing the jump button. So that's where it comes from, Super Mario RPG, because they did that in the... One of the DS games, the Super Mario. Yeah, there's like a part where the like, are you sure you're really Mario? Yeah. Prove it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that's you have to push that's exactly what happened. Yeah. The two Koopa guys made Mario and Luigi do a jumping <laughs> challenge, and it was horribly difficult. I hated it. Oh, bad. It was a very bad game. But um, so Jenny, did we have any listener mail? No, Super Mario. <laughs> yes. Well, Paul, uh, weren't you saying yeah, recently? Uh, do kids even know that Mario is a plumber anymore? I did. I did. Uh, did post that question on Twitter. Like, oh, I mean, when's the last time they mentioned Ma- Mario's origins in canon? Game Boy. Like, he's he's a he's a plumber from Brooklyn. When's the last time that came up? Yes. Super Mario Superstar Saga, but it's it's still an oblique reference to it. It's 
they force him to go down to the pipes and fix the sewer. I can't believe you actually had an answer for me. <laughs> yeah. That's the last time I've seen it. But, I mean, it's like, I'm like, oh, this makes sense because he's a plumber. Okay, so. Uh, That's why my mom wouldn't let me play with the plunger. never mentioned. Because it was like Mario. Okay, I'm going to try to uh, upgrade Bonbon. I want her to get to, to level three. Is there any listener help? What do you think about the Ominous Voices new column? Um... I don't want to sound like mean, but I kind of liked his joke where he said that nobody took notice of Game Cola's new theme. <laughs> but that was, I mean, that was actually, I mean, that was, that was, that's the reaction I want. <laughs> I didn't really, like, want to make this whole big deal out of it. I, like, I want it to be the same Game Cola, just kind of refined a little, more okay, focused. Yeah. So, I mean, it's good. That's a good thing that people didn't really notice that there was a huge change because, there shouldn't really have been a huge change except for all the fancy artwork and chat rooms and whatnot. Yeah, yeah it wasn't like a complete overhaul. We're firing the staff and we're everything's going to be about ponies now. Yeah, I mean, that, that's exactly it. It was more of a, of a focus. Like, these are the things... Like, we were already talking about non-mainstream games on the site as it was, so, like, that, that was the whole idea, was to just say, make that explicit so we have kind of a selling point. I guess I was a little worried that uh, it was going to be all in caps. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's possible that I I, I talked with uh, the ominous voice about that. Oh, that it was originally going to be. Well, I don't know. I I don't know that it was originally going to be like that. But uh, when the ominous voice told me that he was going to be writing a column, yeah. uh, I suggested that that would be difficult to read. So he he might have come up. He probably would have come up with that on his own. Yeah. But oh, well, it is all bold at least. Yes. Which I, I appreciate <laughs> that. That's the fine balance between the two. That's. Yes. Yeah. yeah. I, I mean, mm-hmm. I believe that's exactly what what he was going for. Or she. Yeah, the voice. Well, I never talk with the ominous voice myself because that voice is just creeps me out. Very ominous sounding. Yeah, it needs to really? be on the podcast at some point. Yeah. Well, uh, uh, Jetty, have you done any? I know you do like editing for the podcast, but do you do any like editing to the point where you make people's voices sound different? Uh, no, not really. I mean, oh, okay. Uh, the closest that I get is that every once in a while. Uh, there will be a time where somebody says something wrong, and I sort of feel bad for them. And I will like they like they say Robin Hood came out in 1971 when that's clearly not the case. No, or they pronounce Mario as Mario. Like okay, more like they will say like Bobbin Hood, <laughs> and but they will never correct themselves. So there's nothing for me to do where I can like cut out Bobbin Hood and put in Robin Hood. Mm-hmm. And so what I'll have to do is I'll have to, like, find a place where they made an er sound. Really? And, like... You go to that much trouble? I have, on occasion, very rarely... Uh, what was it? I don't know, there, there's a few that I'm, like, really proud of that you cannot tell that they ever said anything wrong. Uh, and I just completely changed entire letters or, like, sounds in general. Or- See, that... That, that's why Jetty is the new podcast, or not, not new anymore, but that's why Jetty's the podcast host now. Because yeah. <laughs> neither of the Michaels and me, we would, I don't think any of us would have ever done anything like that. Well, uh, I'll I tell think you Mike what Ridgway I said did. he didn't even really edit it. <laughs> what I did was, um, if something like that happened, I would re-record my dialogue, or if I said something which I thought sounded stupid, I would replace it. But I wouldn't change anybody else's dialogue, which sounded stupid. Yeah, there's there's been a couple of times that Paul, you've said something, and I I can't remember what it was. Oh, uh, 
you said something, something co-host or something like that, but for whatever reason, you pronounced it oddly, and it didn't sound at all like co-host. Oh, and well, I mean, that's, yeah. I, I, I mean, this that. is like a while ago, but like, I didn't want... <laughs> My South Jersey slur creeping in. No, it was like, you, you tried to say two different words for it at the same time, but you never actually... <laughs> I've definitely done that. Yeah, and like, uh... <laughs> Well, yeah, because like I start out saying the one word, I'm like, mm, that's not really the word I want to go with, and then I kind of switch yeah, in the middle, exactly, and that's definitely the best way to do it. So, and but like you never corrected yourself, even right. though like everyone like understood what you were trying to go for, but like yeah, yeah. I did in fact edit it so that you said co-host, although I had to cut the O out of something else, and then like I faded it in and back out. To like match it with the wow the like wow that's great because the next time that you said oh it was like you you had said like you know co-host but like the next time that you said oh it was like jeez now oh. I just feel terrible I don't want to do the podcast anymore if I'm gonna cause this much grief for you so one day Jetty is oh. just gonna make up his own podcast based off the sounds he has yes. from our voices yes he's going to make us say horrible horrible things yes there's the April Fool's podcast. No, no, that's horrible. <laughs> oh, yeah. No, I was going to give an example with the, the 999 Q&A video that we posted recently, Paul, that yeah. I yeah, yeah. I would switch out entire things of dialogue and replace them. Uh, nobody's going to notice besides for, like, you two people. Like, that's funny. And you're probably going to barely notice. It. You're going to be like, wow, Michael sounds a lot more articulate here than I remember. <laughs> what was it? Uh, Nathaniel, for the... D and D cast, mm-hmm. like I recognize that he he wrote all this stuff and he like put a lot of effort into like yeah. making this sound good. So like if there were times that he was making like a big exposition section, if he tripped up or something, I don't want him to sound bad. So like I will do my best to edit it and make it sound like he said it Man. perfectly. Jetty, the podcast master. Yeah, podcast yeah. commander. Well, here was my um, original point I was going to make about changing people's voices. Oh, yes. <laughs> Were you suggesting I was ask... we, could, we could make the ominous voice oh. even more ominous sounding? We could with do editing? it with the ominous voice because that's yeah. what I did a couple of times for um, – and, Jody, you've done this a couple of times too where we do like the Dragon Ball Z announcer like, yeah. next time on the Game Cool podcast. Yeah. I actually use Audacity to edit and make my voice sound different. So it literally does sound like a different person who's doing the ending voice. Oh, no, I've never done that. I just sound like... Yeah, you just make a sunny, funny-sounding voice, yeah. and everybody can tell it's clearly you. Yeah. Actually, at the end of the last um, D&D cast, uh, it had me so confused. I was like, wow, Nathaniel's doing a good job <laughs> with this new voice. Yes, okay. <laughs> and Dude, it's his wife. You, okay. Like, okay, I had the exact same reaction to it when i heard it i was like wow nathaniel can do a really good kid voice and then like five minutes later i was like oh he's sick so he's not doing it that's what he meant in the email like he said oh i hope he doesn't listen to this no well like i already i already told him about you it. sound like a little kid okay no hold on uh actually let me Oh, no, that's not it. Uh, he sent me the file, and... Okay, yeah, you can you can tell how sick I am right now. It doesn't even sound like my voice. And I listened to it, and I seriously was like, wow, he does a really good kid voice. 
and I didn't even like it didn't even dawn on me that it was just you know his wife doing it. <laughs> anyway, uh, yes, I could theoretically. Well, okay, the ominous voice would have to like host the podcast, I guess. Well, uh, so that I could like uh, solo out their voice. Otherwise, if they were talking on top of people, it would get mixed up. Well, I mean, the ominous voice probably doesn't need any artificial enhancements. I mean, where do you think you got the name? True. Mm-hmm. Well, um, there, there are two ways you could go about it in Audacity, which is, you know, one... Actually, there are three different ways you can go about it to making a voice sound more ominous. Um, one, you you get down the speed, so you make it slower. Yeah. It's like the opposite of doing the chipmunk voices, yeah. basically. Um, one is you add like a, a minor echo to it. Yeah. The other is you shift the pitch. Well, the thing is, is that like if two people are talking at the same time, it's going to apply to both. Yeah. So that's why you would have to do something like whoever is the ominous voice you want to have their um yeah. dialogue set. Yeah. Like uh, if they were to be the host for the call, mm-hmm. or I guess if they're just recording or whatever, but uh, they are the one that's separate from everybody else. So I could technically do that. Yeah. So anyway, just just a little behind the scenes information. I actually did that to do the um, the Disneyland voice for the person who does the Disneyland conductor. Oh yeah. Because he does the uh, the echo. That's the echo sound effect to make the voice sound artificially deeper. Hmm. Just a little fun fact. Okay. Continuing from the same email, uh, <laughs> that was part one that we talked about for the last half hour. <laughs> Whoops. Uh, what do you think about fan fiction for video games? Positive response or negative? Positive. Yeah, I don't see why not. I'm going to look it up right now, because I mentioned this on my blog and nobody liked it at all. But let's see what the top ten most popular games are to write fan fiction for. Animorphs. You guys you guys ready for this? Gilmore Girls? No, 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 no. Gilmore Girls. Is that a TV show? I can look it's up... It's a TV show, yeah. I can look up how popular Gilmore Girls is. <laughs> If you really, really want to, no, I know. No, it's, it's Buffy fine. is number three. Gilmore Girls is... Whoa. Gilmore Girls is in the top uh, 15. Yeah. Hey! Is it number 15? No, it's got 16,000 different... Wow! Um, right behind Stargate Atlantis and right before Degrassi, which is, um, I think, a Canadian show. Yeah, wait, wasn't that on uh, Fake Nickelodeon? It It is on Teen Nick. It airs yes. right in front of um, the 90s or all that. Block. There you go. Top ten video games. Uh, Kingdom Hearts cool. comes in first. Yeah. Then Pokemon. Yeah. Okay. Well, Kingdom Fan- Hearts. That's cheating seven. though. That's just that's just Disney fan fiction. No, no. Like that's that it, well, the, the game itself is Disney fan fiction with a Mary Sue. No, I've I've definitely heard people or seen like fan fictions that are about like the Heartless and stuff and whatever. Ugh. Okay, yeah, sorry. I think most of these, I mean, uh, I'm looking at Kingdom Hearts right now, and all the characters they select as the main characters, nobody ever picks, like, the Disney characters. Okay, okay, okay. So I'm seeing uh, Vanitas, Sona, Roxas, Zion, Axel? Oh, those are all the crappy characters. Hey, Aqua and Vanit. Yeah, okay, so that's 25 different fanfics I scrolled through. Not a single one with the Disney character as a main character. Okay, okay. Anyway, Kingdom Hearts with 67,000. <laughs> Sorry. Uh, then Pokemon with 55,000. Final Fantasy VII, 37,000. Oh. Oh. Wow. Followed by Sonic the Hedgehog, <laughs> then Legend of Zelda, Final Fantasy VIII, uh, Dragon oh. Age, Mass Effect, Resident Evil, Harvest Moon. Right. 
And that's like all the different Harvest Moons put together. Super Smash Brothers. Oh. Okay. Which is just, um, I've read some Super Smash Brothers fan fiction before. It's, it's kind of crazy. Fire Emblem, Tales of Symphonia, Halo, Mario finally shows up. Final Fantasy X, which I think is 10. Yeah. Mega Man, Phoenix Wright, Warcraft, Assassin's Creed, Devil May Cry, Elder Scroll, and Star Wars, and let's stop there. Star Wars? Star Wars, yeah, yeah. So that'd be 3,000. Yeah, we'll, we'll stop. This is like, we'll cut off. It's like 4,000. Fan yes. fiction of Shadows of the Empire for N64? I don't know. It just says Star Wars. And All right. See, I think someone's padding their uh, fanfiction.net uh, <laughs> numbers here by posting it both under Star Wars the movie and Star Wars the video game. Well, it, it's got a list here. Um, Star Wars includes The Force Unleashed, The Old oh, Republic, okay. Republic Commando, S-W-T-O-R, and Connect Star Wars. <laughs> I'm sorry. Connect Star Wars fanfiction? <laughs> See how many okay. are Connect Star Wars. No, please, I, I really, I know we've been podcast for a while. I need you to click that link and, and just describe any of the fanfics on there. There's only one. Okay. Um, it is written by hockey. It is called A Connection to the Force. Well. Written, um... June 2010, starring Darth Vader, 864 words. Wait, there's no way that game is that old. The game just came out this year. Really? It's a parody slash humor. Game just came out. It was published. uh, um, The Jedi was confused. Um, I think someone's padding their numbers here. Okay, yeah, this is just somebody making fun of the entire game. Well. And he gets killed by the Red Ring of Death at the end. Okay. But I think uh, I think we are all positive for fan fiction well, for video games uh we're we're yeah. a little biased considering we are also all the stars of our very own fan fiction that was posted on game cola turnabout cola true yeah but i think it's kind of i think i would say unfair that um how they classify these i, I mean like mega man that's every single mega man game put together mario's every mario game put together harvest moon is every harvest moon put together Final Fantasy is the only one which is important enough to have separate things for each of the games. Hmm. And even then, it's Final Fantasy 1 through 6. They all get lumped together, and then there it's 7, 8, 9, so on. Interesting. It, I think it's just a little weird how they um, classify video game fan fiction. Yeah. Anyway, back to the email. Uh, okay, that's all I've got. Bye, Anna. Oh, wait, that that wasn't sent by the ominous voice? Nope, that was... <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I, I just naturally assumed. You just naturally assumed that only the ominous voice would want to talk about. No, 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 no. I naturally assumed that that's something the ominous, uh, ominous voice would be asking about. Oh, oh the Nancy Drew series has seventy-seven. Wow, Nancy Drew though is like probably number three hundred on the list. Poor Nancy Drew. How does Busta Move have more fan fictions than Nancy Drew? This is not fair. <laughs> We're gonna have to correct this right now. Oh. Everybody listening, just write your own Nancy Drew fanfic and post it. Okay, Nancy Drew is number 244. Ouch. There are 25 solitaire fanfics. Our 95 Minesweeper fanfics, it is number 219. What about your... Life on the card isn't easy, so I quit. I'm done. What about your uh, Pong erotic fanfiction that you posted a while ago? (laughs) God. Oh, I, I never posted that to fanfiction.net. No? Pong is number 195 on the list with 122. Wait. 
fanfics. There are 122 fanfics about Pong. Wow. <laughs> this is a fun game. I like this. Wow, and it's, um, let me see, it's right behind Radiata Stories. I don't know what that is. It's a, that's a game. Oh, there's, there's no Lifeline fanfiction? There is no Lifeline fanfiction? There is not. How about Curiosity? Oh, man, I gotta get on that one. Wait, My Candy Love has beaten out every... What is My Candy Love? I haven't heard of this series. I don't know. It sounds like it's not safe for work. It sounds like a well, game Matt Jonas would review. What about the game that you recently sent to uh, Christian Porter? <laughs> uh, we, I might have to draw a line and say we cannot talk about that game on the podcast. <laughs> yes. It's getting into goofy movie territory. There's three fan fictions for Guess Who. So are we ready for the next uh, email? There's three fan fictions for Ice Climber. Wait, what about Balloon Fight? Two for Narc. Uh, no for none for Balloon Fight. Oh, you need to get on that. Okay, I guess I guess I should uh, force myself to close this so we can get to the next email. Right, the next. No, no, no. Let's keep reading about fan fiction. <laughs> <laughs> what are we doing our our next spinoff podcast where we read people's fan fiction? <laughs> I don't know. Let's get moving on. Jetty, was there another email? Yes. Pottits and Redcasts. Hello, hilarious hunters of hackneyed and hokey humor who heave hope to hundreds of huddled habitues. What was that last word? Habitues. Never heard of it before. Sounds like a, an imaginary word you'd use in a game of words with friends. I don't know. Let's go look it up. On the words with friends dictionary? No, on Wiktionary. Oh. I don't know if there is a words with friends dictionary. Maybe there is. Habitues. I presume it comes from, you know, habitus, meaning place where somebody lives. Plural form of... Solitaire fanfiction has three chapters. That's the longest one. One who frequents a place, a denizen or regular, a devotee. Ooh. So, ahem. You all do such an excellent job with podcasts, I was wondering how each of you will handle the idea. What do you do to prepare for a podcast, and what do you think makes a good podcast in general, not just for Game Cola? We've heard the technical side of Jetty's work a bit, but if there are any tidbits you could share, I think they'd be very interesting. It's part one. Well, you know, I prepared with playing the My Little Pony game and um, just thinking up interesting topics while I was coming up with that. So, you know, I had like five different points of how those freemium games can rip you off. Yes. I mean, that wasn't all me coming up with it off the top of my head. That was some forethought. Uh, usually when Jetty is doing the introductions, I'm furiously writing down all of the video games I've played recently. Yeah, I actually, uh, I used to write down notes on, like, receipts in the, like, five minutes before the podcast, or, like, while I was waiting for Skype to load and stuff. Uh, but I don't do that anymore. I just kind of come into it uh, going, oh, wait, there was a podcast today. Um, there actually is is a, a trick I have used in the past for any newbie podcasters out there. Yeah. Um, one thing... Um, when I've when I've listened to the episodes of the podcast of our podcast that I am not in, uh, I very oftentimes find myself going, "Oh, ooh, I, there's something I wanted to say to that, but I can't because it's it's not a live recording." Um, but I found that if I start listening to these podcasts and kind of getting myself into the mood in in the right mindset, like a half hour before I start recording, it helps me uh, talk more effectively during the episode because I'm already like I'm already there, I'm already ready to respond to things. Actually, uh, we kind of do that in the D&D cast before... Really? Yeah, like, uh, at the beginning of every session, Nathaniel will usually be like, okay, so... Recap? Well, no, more like, uh, okay, so you guys are in a cave, and then, oh no, a lion pops out, or something. 
and we'll all have to actually like play a very oh, brief he'll little do like a little like tutorial level kind of thing just to get everyone yeah. uh, revved up. Yeah, cuz like Oh, that's great cuz I don't understand how um combat works at all in Dungeons and Dragons. Like this was mostly uh okay, the very first session that we did was very slow. Like uh whenever Nathaniel would be like, "So, what do you want to do?" There would be like 30 full seconds of silence. And then finally he would be like, "Uh, there are some people around you that you could talk to." <laughs> you know. Uh, and so the second time, and from then on, he uh, he started doing a little, like, I don't know, exercise, I guess, role-playing exercise of sorts uh, to get you into it. And I guess you can do the same thing for getting yourself uh, thinking about topics in general. Mm-hmm. Well, I think, too, like, uh, when we gather on Skype to record a standard podcast, like, there's always a good, like, ten minutes where we're getting our pre-podcast jitters out, just kind of talking about whatever's on our mind. Yeah. And I think... This time where uh, we spent a whole lot of actual potential podcast topics uh, before the podcast yeah, started. But I mean, I, I, I think that, again, I think that helps uh, get everyone revved up and get everyone in the right mindset, you know, warm everyone up, whatever car-related metaphors I can come up with, because apparently that's my thing in this 10-second span of time. Yes. Clearly, I'm running out of gas. <laughs> well, maybe you should kick it into a higher gear, Paul. Yeah, put the pedal to the metal. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> Seriously, you have that much trouble coming up with car similes, metaphors? The podcast is like a car. Jetty is the driver. And <laughs> Paul and Michael are just like along for the ride. Drive. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> well, no, I guess, okay, if Paul and Michael are just along for a ride, that's more of a metaphor, whereas Jetty is like the driver is a simile. <laughs> okay. Any other, any other podcast tips and tricks? Uh, we have the podcast pile, which is basically a pre-compiled list of topics that we go to whenever we don't have a topic to talk about. Yeah. And we used to have themes on the podcast, didn't we? Yeah, that kind of failed miserably because yeah. no one... I wouldn't say failed miserably. Uh, <laughs> failed spectacularly. I, I just, it wasn't, a, it wasn't a, a great fit for the type of podcast we're doing, I think. And it also doesn't really fit, uh, I guess, our specialties, because it would often be like, let's talk about 3D games. Today we have Michael Gray and Paul Franzen. None and, of us you know, own 3D yeah. games. Well, I think that's, that's part of like a unique challenge of our specific podcast, because people who only listen to our podcast might not realize this, but... Most podcasts don't have different people in each episode. It's, like, the same people. Like, we have uh, kind of a rotating cast of uh, whoever on the Game Call of Staff shows up. Yeah. Wants to talk about things. So we, it's it's hard to say, okay, on this episode, we're all talking about, like you were saying, 3D games. Because, uh, I mean, it's possible that the people who showed up that day aren't really experts on 3D games. Yeah, true. Yeah, Colin and I will show up, and we have nothing in common. <laughs> so, like, if, if you have the same people showing up each time, it's easier for everyone to get on the same page, I think, and find something that uh, you all are interested in talking about and can talk about. Yeah. So, okay, next part of the email. Uh, also, thoughts on Reddit. It's a thing with stuff and Never video games, sometimes video games. Reddit. Huh. Is that... No, wait, wait, was that in the email, or was that you commenting? This was all the email. Okay, so Reddit. Reddit. R-E-D-D-I-T. Okay. It's a website where people post links and you click on them. I've never actually been there. I've just heard a lot about it, apparently. I've... Hmm, I'm not sure I like this. No? <laughs> the only thing that I know about it is that... Wow, this is weird. Is it? Okay. Yeah, so it's just a bunch of links, really? Okay. I mean, that's pretty much what it is. 
a lot of a lot of pictures, sometimes discussions. Like sometimes uh celebrities will go on oh, yeah. and do an in what's known as an ask me anything, uh, which you know, people go on and ask them questions. And then do they ask them. them anything? Uh you can ask them anything. I don't know if they'll answer anything though. Oh, okay. But yeah. Uh, my very limited experience with Reddit has been using it to try to uh, get clicks over to GameCola by sharing our own links. <laughs> and, yes. uh, it's generally been uh, ineffective, unfortunately. I don't really know much about Reddit. Yeah, yeah I think that about covers it, though. <laughs> and I don't know, what what's the other thing people do? Tumblr? I, I don't get that at all. I've recently... Uh, it's Twitter, but bigger, right? Uh, it, it's no, weird. It's... It looks or is like it, isn't it LiveJournal 2.0? Yes, maybe? okay. Yeah, All the people it looks who LiveJournal broken, yeah. Yeah, okay, like broken LiveJournal. Effectively, so it's dead journal. The kinds of people who liked LiveJournal are the kinds of people who like Tumblr now, basically. Okay. Oh, okay. Like, okay, all of the like fangirls and stuff, like those types. Yeah. Uh, they were big on LiveJournal and like certain communities of that sort of thing. They are now on Tumblr, is my experience. And, I don't know, to me, it's really weird, the concept of reblogging. No one posts original content. <laughs> it's all just people passing around the same thing. But it's posted on your blog, not like as if you had done it, but like, it's not just, it's not like on Facebook mm-hmm. where you share something with your friends. It's just like, this is a post on my blog that I got from somewhere else. Well, that's like uh, retweeting now. Yeah, except that it's like the primary form of doing stuff. Like, oh. on Twitter, you will post, like, oh, I ate a really good burger today. Or, like, you know, oh, I just got to work. Or, like, hey, I don't know, I hate this game. <laughs> and then, like, you might retweet something that Barack Obama said or whatever, you know. Whereas on Tumblr, all it is is, like, I'm reblogging this cat picture. I'm really blogging this picture of Thor from the Avengers. I'm reblogging this picture of uh, Harry Potter or like I'm reblogging. Are, are we just like too old to get this stuff? Is that the problem? I don't know. I think that's your it. Tumblrs, that's, that's your Reddits, watching your uh, your Pinterests. Uh, I don't know what Pinterest is. Actually, okay, I was I was talking with You're, a. Are you a Pinny? I'm not. I've never no. been to Pinterest, but I was talking about this recently with a friend of mine. That like, okay, in our era, we had websites like Amazon or live journal or amazon it was a bookseller yeah they sold books only and i remember being very confused when i found out you could buy other stuff there but now or you have image shack or whatever but now you have Flickr and tumblr and twitter and like all these kind of like made up words uh now imagine a hundred years from now someone trying to make a new website there will be no vowels left yeah like (laughs) yeah like the the silly names that are made up now well, like, what was it? Uh, I think what actually spawned me thinking about this topic was uh, Mixler, <laughs> the thing that we were talking about, Paul. Yeah, it's a website Jenny and I were looking into for streaming live podcasts. Yeah, like M-I-X-L-R. That's not a word. <laughs> <laughs> and, like, I remember... One who mixels. I don't know. You get all of these, like, .tk, remember when that was popular? Websites that were, like whatever, .tk, because they basically ran out of .coms. So what's going to happen to the Internet in 100 years when no one can... Well, I was just more worried about the fact that, you know, me trying to find a, a YouTube screen name, it's like, okay, the only Michael Gray available is Michael Gray 104999. <laughs> well, like, imagine that 100 years from now, like, your... My great-great-grandchildren, it's like, what? Yeah, how do... 
What is my name going to be? So at some point, someone's going to have to invent an email service besides Gmail. <laughs> Are they going to have to learn how to kill inactive accounts? If you guys watch uh, Futurama, there was an early episode where they were trying to come up with a name for their product. And they're like, what names aren't copyrighted now in the year 3000? Oh, yeah, I seem to recall an episode where it, they're playing a sports team, but all the numbers have been retired, oh. the full number. So somebody had to be like three and a half. No, what was it? The only names that hadn't been copyrighted were like Testicles and Poplars. Anyway, the email continues. I shall also name an obscure game to help facilitate the theme. Magical Quest, starring Mickey Mouse. Thanks, Joe Reviewer. Is that the awesome one where you can dress up as a fireman? I think, isn't this one that you reviewed, Michael Gray? Or did you do a Inside the Guide about it? No, never heard of it. Really, Magical Quest starring Mickey Mouse? Nope. Oh, interesting. It's the uh, the Super Nintendo one where... Uh, yeah, I don't have Mickey, a Super Nintendo. Mickey has a variety of costumes that you collect throughout the game mm. to uh, take on and off and solve different puzzles. Like Fireman Mickey, uh, Mountain Climbing Mickey, I think? <laughs> I don't know. That's, that's all I got. It's a shame we don't have Stu Giff right here because he is the Mickey Man fanatic of the podcast. Mm-hmm. So are we done with this podcast yet? I'm 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 really running out of gas. No, I this, mean I'm I'm, I'm just gonna have to coast from here. I think. Yes. Uh, just put it into neutral. Wait, uh, never mind. Maybe I need to hitch a ride <laughs> to the end of this podcast. Housekeeping. Housekeeping. Okay. <clears throat> Does this podcast have breaks? Yeah. <laughs> put the brakes on this. Put it into part. Uh, so you've been listening to us for uh, us two hours. A, good, a good while now. Uh, everyone who's listening at home, I want you to go on Twitter.com. Follow us there. We are at GameCola. You can also follow us on Facebook. Just search for GameCola. We have a YouTube channel. It's GC.net. The letters GC and the words dot and net. Uh, you can also visit our actual internet website. It's GameCola.net. We are all writers for there. Um, so you should you know actually check it out. That's why we do this podcast. The whole GameCola universe kind of revolves around this website. So you should check it out. You may be listening to this podcast on our YouTube channel or our website. Uh, we're also available on iTunes. So uh, subscribe. Rate us. Rate us high. Yes. If you uh, if don't you... like us, then we're not on iTunes. Yep. What's iTunes? Uh if you'd like to be featured on the Game Call podcast, there's a couple ways you can do that. Uh, you saw we were reading listener mail. If you want to have your own mail read, email us at podcast at gamecola.net. And if you want to make a special guest appearance on the podcast, add this username to your Skype friends list. Alex hyphen Jed. If you don't have Skype, download Skype. It's free. What are you, what are you waiting for, you big goof? Yes. Good luck. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Add Alex, A-L-E-X hyphen J-E-D. Add him on, and if you ever see him online, bug him, because he's probably doing the podcast. Yeah, I pretty much never log on except for the podcast. So that's it. Okay, well, that was Podcast 56, everyone. Thank you for listening. Next time we'll have Podcast 57. Whoa! Whoa, dude! <laughs> The dude phone suddenly rang, interrupting their discussion. Stryker picked it up. Yo, dude. The voice came through on the line. Dude, you dudes are so bad. You saved the president. We love you, dudes. Stryker hung up the phone. Haha, <laughs> we're always getting calls from fans.